What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, November 12th, 2019. I am your host today, Imran Khan, and joining me is Mr. FM3 underscore himself, Fran Mirabella III. Fran, how you doing today? I'm all right. Good morning, Imran. Glad to be back. <laughs> how long has it been since you've been hosting? It was like uh, a little bit a week, right? I think last time I was on with you, so a week-ish. Yeah, week-ish. Actually, it might, be, it might be a couple weeks. Time flies here Yeah, kind of funny. You, I mean, it's practically Thanksgiving. Mm, were you streaming last night? Yes. What were you streaming? I uh, made a mistake. FM3 underscore. Thank you very much for that plug. Appreciate it. Yeah, I went in and I said, <clears throat> I've got a lot of stuff to do today. We're recording the Borderlands show. Mm-hmm. I've got you know Games Daily in the morning. And I was like, I'll just play for a few hours. Death Stranding. Because I haven't had a chance to stream it um, outside of like launch day and yeah. like, going and doing a new save. And it was like awkward for me because I was at the end. Uh, anyway, long story short, I ended up playing to like 1.30, trying to like build stuff in the world, falling down a mountain, regretting a ton of choices that I made. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there I am right there in it's Death a, Stranding. It's a, just a big metaphor for life, really. It absolutely is. <laughs> that, that's not even a joke. This is Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, where we run you through all the nerdy video game news that's fit to hear. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. To be part of the show, head to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, where bronze members are above get to write in, and silver members are above get the show ad-free. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, or listen later by searching for Kind of Funny Games Daily on podcast services around... The Globe. Today's stories include there's a new Sonic movie design, Monster Energy energy Drinks stock surge thanks to Death Stranding, and EA hides Fallen Order from EA Access due to fear of spoilers. First, a little housekeeping. There's a kind of funny Kansas City meetup. Uh, The community of best friends is having one at the Tapcade on November 16th. You can go for the details at at kindoffunnykc. I will also be there for that, actually. Nice. So, uh, we want to thank you to our Patreon producers, Matthew, Carolina, Blackjack, Zach Parsley, and Mohammed Mohammed. Always great to see all those names here. Today, we're brought to you by Brooklyn and Manscaped and Escape the Invasion, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We got four stories today. A big cares does You asked for it, we're doing it. No. Yes. God, no, what? Run. New Sonic the Hedgehog trailer reveals oh, the yeah. speedster's redesign. This is from Polygon by Petra Radolovic. Sonic the Hedgehog is ready for his live-action debut again. The first trailer for the live-action Sonic the Hedgehog movie was met by some very heated reactions from fans. The beloved ge- video game ha- mascot looked less like his Sega self and more like a tall, scrawny, cra- cat-like teacher with teeth. The backlash was loud enough that director Jeff Feller announced on Twitter that his team was going to go back and overhaul the design, even though the movie was already in the can. Feller later announced that Sonic the Hedgehog would be delayed to November 2018 to February 2020. The hashtag Fast was no joke. So I haven't seen this trailer yet. Barrett, under your hardest objections, we're going to watch this live. Oh, the live reaction. See, I watched it, but uh, on my phone. Yeah. It'll be your first reaction. I like this. It'll be our first reaction. Or my first reaction. Genuine first reactions. We're gonna, Why? We're going to see what We're this killing is. time. It's a slow it, news it, day, Barrett. It can't be worse time. than the last one. A little ball of super energy in an extremely handsome package. I actually didn't On notice in the beginning. This is Green Hill Zone, yeah. Yeah. So I came to yours. I didn't notice that at first. This is not set against Gangsta's Paradise, which is a problem. The design looks fine. I, I think it's, 
Yeah, it looks yeah. like as expected. Granted, maybe it was like just because in comparison with the weird cat thing. Ugh, I can't with that guy. Uh, oh, they took the meow right, so, thing out. Yeah, and it, it's it, not it, meowing anymore. Now my Twitch emoticons make no sense. If you're just listening, it's hard to <laughs> describe everything. Yeah, no. Done. If you're just listening, go look up a picture of the new Sonic design because it looks fine. It'll be done in a minute. I think Jim Carrey arrives. Yeah, with a beautiful mustache. Interesting, they're going Robotnik and not Eggman. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, he punches because my my pet theory is that he's gonna say his college nickname was Knuckles because he punched somebody. Oh, so that they're gonna do that Batman, the Dark Knight Returns thing, or Dark Knight Rises. Oh no, and he's wearing like an orange shirt too. Yeah. Oh no, Imran, no. No. Maybe. I doubt it. Uncover the source of its power. Jim Carrey looking pretty good for uh. He's an older guy, the gentleman. Older guy at this point. Yeah. You might like a latte with steamed Austrian goat milk. Of course I want a latte. I love the way you make them. We gotta lay low. Let me show you how it's done. Yeah, like I'm, I'm liking that the movie just looks like fun and yeah, this Jim Carrey's performance so far, looking like design aside, this trailer looks like a more fun movie. Because like you could, you could tell they're definitely going for a certain thing of. The last one didn't look as much like a cartoon. Like they had the anomaly thing. They didn't show that the anomaly was him. Trying to play baseball with himself. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on in this trailer, so yeah. it does look like it's more than. This looks like a movie for kids, just which like is a buddy. Yeah. It's got a little bit of a buddy cop feel. Also, that was straight up just the same trailer Sonic Adventure too. Like that was the first, or yeah, that was the first boss of Sonic Adventure too. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of references. Yeah, like this is another. Uh, Wow, that's a great wall channel. Yeah, though I I think that I was felt Unleashed. like that was in one of the. I think that, I think there was a China level in Unleashed. I don't remember the great so, wall was in it. You're supposed to be Tom's best friend that he won't shut up about. Well, I don't see the appeal. That is very. Sonic gross. is now meeting and kissing. February fourteenth, Valentine's Day for Sonic the Hedgehog. <clears throat> that's right. Take your the special loved one. Feel good movie for Valentine's <laughs> Day. So, so wait, are you a Sonic fan? Is that what I'm catching here? You seem I, to. I You're picking up a lot of the refs. I have played almost every Sonic game. I would say okay. not like the not the extreme. Like I've never played like God. What was the word? Sonic Crackers. Yeah. There's, like, there's some weird like a, there's some weird spinoffs for that. You know, uh, an uh, on objective like super fan. I just yeah. mean like it sounds like you like Sonic games and have played a lot of them. I think there are more bad Sonic games than good Sonic games, but the good Sonic games are very good. Yeah, that's the fair. the problem is I don't think Sega knows what to do with Sonic anymore. Maybe this will inspire them to do something new. But what, so, what did you think of the trailer? I think and the, the redesign. I know, think the, tr the redesign is good. Yeah, I think his face. Yeah, I know some people who are going to be very mad at the fact that he has blue arms, because that is a thing with Sonic like fans is that he doesn't. He only had blue arms in Sonic. I know he Boom. has like the gloves on, but then he has, he has like, just, like pan normal. Arm. Yeah, human arms, doesn't he? Yeah, I wouldn't say they're normal well, human arms. They're, they're skin. Like, they're the like skin. Is yeah, what I mean. it's human skin kind yeah. of looking, or is it white? It's it's the is same color as his like uh, his belly thing. Okay. So Sonic like is a weird I guess creature. it's like a tannish color. So I think I think it's fine. I think All right. I think it's cool that they didn't do the mono eye but made it kind of look like the mono eye. Mm. So I I actually think the design is overall good. I think it's hilarious they had to do this that they got that far into the movie with the movie being done. 
Right. And then like so they and realized, backlash. oh shit, this is bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like they had to have sat around a table though and made the decision for like previous, the, you know, the previous look, and they were like, look. Uh, I don't know. How, how do you think Sonic looks? Uh, this is what our team came up with, and here's like five different designs, and they right, mm-hmm. like they uh, they must have looked at this design, this current one, and said no, like we don't really want to do that. Or so my understanding. I mean, is, the other yeah. op- option is like, yeah, the studio was just like, no, this is just what we did, and they're like, sure. <laughs> yeah, no. So that was kind of it. That they made that design. They showed Sega, who didn't really have any oversight on this, but they showed Sega as like a courtesy. Ah, it's I don't, really it's their license. They must like I don't know. They don't have complete creative control, but they've got to have a feedback loop. They, for the most part, they did not. Like everyone is so happy to just they, they get awed by the complexity of Hollywood. Right. So they hear like they you, you want to make a movie mm-hmm. with Jim Carrey and James Marsden. Holy shit! Take them up. Do whatever over you your want. Franchise. Yeah. yeah. So they showed Sega. Sega was like, "This looks bad. Like this is not a good design." They you show- think this is what happened, or is this documentary? This, I I have heard from reliable sources that Sega. Okay, well, which that wouldn't that feels good to hear. Yes, that Sega was like, "What? This looks well, I mean, terrible." It's this also not- kind of open that like the Sonic Sonic team has tweeted that like they don't like this look. Good. Okay. That for I think a former Sonic team, but a like actual the person who designed Sonic. Yeah, uh, Sonic Yuji is, Naka, maybe. or not Yuji Naka, it was okay. uh, Naoto Oshima, I think. Oh, the actual like designer, designer yeah. maybe. I think he was a, he was like Sonic's a fairy, like he's a cartoon character. Mm. He's not, you know, this weird cat, yeah. like realistic thing. But the studio thought if we're gonna make money off this movie, it needs to look like a somewhat realistic like buddy that cop part's comedy. Still, yeah, but that part still doesn't make sense to me. He's still like this ridiculous animated creature. Why did he have just a completely different face? I assume they think that people like it's more may- relatable, or like, I don't know. That like, Joe Q public is going to be more interested in the ge- or the movie because it doesn't look like a cartoon. It just makes no sense because it's based. It's like you took the character mm-hmm. and said, "Nah." So you license like the whole brand and the character, right? And you say, "We're going to change the character." It'd be like licensing Mario and changing it, right? Like right. just because like, Sonic was like- a creature. What do you mean? In the Mario movie, it's like they they changed. Talking like, about like the uh, Dennis Hopper. Yeah, like they kind of took out okay, like the fantastical elements of that movie. That's like coked up '80s stuff. Like that's <laughs> that's di- that's a real person play. I mean, it wasn't animated. Right? You no, like I know changed what you mean. the face, but but like they could the they could have taken that movie and like made it to be more like a Mario thing, but they decided to go for a more realistic thing there because that's what sold. Like a, the idea of a video game movie wasn't going to sell. Sure. I just think, to bring up, yeah. I think that was the idea of what they were thinking here. Of oh, so, we have a Sonic movie. We're not going to try to aim for just for kids. We're going to try to go for a mass audience. Okay, I see. Shay, like it looked too cartoony, so they it was still an animated character. So they put a more what scary face on it. Like it's not more realistic to me. It was more scary anyway. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying. I to think th- he looks like a lot. Like I just you know when I watch it, I don't have that reaction of like. Huh, Sonic looks weird, you know. I'm like, oh, cool, you know, it's a Sonic movie, and I feel like that's what we should have started with. So, to some extent, the fact that it's better kind of bothers me because mm-hmm. I kind of I want to see the bad version. Yeah, no, me too. I like kind of want to go back and see that, but it's ideally, or not ideally, but I wonder if it was still the same, you know, movie. They haven't really changed anything about yeah. it. Yeah, just looked different. 
Yeah, I, I assume it's just the same design. Yeah. But like that trailer is tone wise very different. Because mm-hmm. like like I said, the fr- the first trailer was set to Gangsta's Paradise. It was not oh, like I forgot about that. Like the only there were only a, there were a couple of jokes in it, but they mm-hmm. mostly came from Jim Carrey. This one made him look more like a Bugs Bunny style cartoon character. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wonder was were those things always in the movie, or was it just like okay I, now that we're changing this design, we need to change a couple of these. Like, yeah, I. I think you're hitting on it, which is they realized that that was part of the direction, right? They didn't Mm -hmm. maybe want it to seem as uh, kiddish, which, you know, it was somewhere in the middle, uh, grown up slash not totally for only kids. But anyway, they probably looked at that and said, you know what, we should retool the marketing a bit and like sat down and did it all once. Right. So and so, yeah, I guess that's what I'm feeling. I was like this trailer, the pacing was good. It was like. It's exactly what I would expect for a movie like this. I saw the references. Jim Carrey's performance looks funny. I like Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a simple man for a movie. <laughs> like, like, right, it's not a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. Uh, that's not my expectation. So, like, when I watch this trailer, I'm like, oh, I like Jim Carrey. He seems like his his old self, so to speak, of, like, you know, his, his early days of just yeah, he looks goofing. he's chewing goofing. the set. Exactly. And he looks like he's having a lot of fun. I think he fits this character pretty well, actually, surprisingly. Uh, even though, like, he doesn't really look like um, Robotnik. Do you think they change that by the? Do you think by the end he's gonna have like the big, <laughs> like, mustache and the uh, much bigger? Wouldn't he have to be like, yeah, like inflate of, a little bit? Like, like maybe I, I gotta wonder if there's a reference in there. My assumption is by the end of that movie they'll be calling him Doctor Eggman. I actually maybe what happens is he like somehow ends up in a suit and he gets filled up with like helium. And it's like a reference, or like Sonic booms him, or booms know. past him so fast, or he has he an like allergic inflates. reaction, like a Willy Wonka kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. Uh, violet, you're turning violet. <laughs> um, anyway, so whatever. I'm uh, excited for the changes. I actually am legitimately looking forward to seeing the movie. Um, you know, alone on February 14th, watching a <laughs> no, movie no, by myself. we we are for sure going to this as a like kind of funny group oh, together. Okay. I like this. Tim Geddes told me that when it was still the bad-looking Sonic, I'm holding him to that still. Yeah. That I'm not... There's no way I'm going to see this movie alone. It's interesting because it almost... It, now that it's the holidays, I'm feeling like, oh, it almost feels like a holiday movie. But. Well, the game... Or, the movie was originally set for December 2020, and they delayed it two months for all this stuff. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. See, I would have liked it to be during or, the holidays. I'm sorry, December but, 2019 originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I forgot. It got delayed in addition to making the fixes, which bought them, who knows, more time. And well, I kinda now wa- you don't have to go up against Star Wars, which is also... I really wonder how much time like they spent redoing that. Like, I'm, I'm curious to hear from VFX artists, and especially VFX artists on this movie, how big of a crunch was this? Because yeah. that does suck. I, that, that was the big discussion was like, you know, you made a bad decision, and now you're going to put all these people through it. Right. But technically... It has been delayed, and so uh, we don't know the facts of if they had enough time, and you know, or maybe they realized how many scenes. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously a lot of scenes. <laughs> I-, I wonder if this was like a design that was sitting on someone's computer for like I know those motherfuckers. When they s- this trailer comes out, they're gonna <laughs> they be like, like they're gonna get the backlash and come back like, hey, so maybe we thought we the creative types personally thought we should change this, and they're like, all right, yeah, I got this. Don't worry. Yeah, who knows, man. I mean, maybe some of the stuff could have been done with just, like, replacing the model. Like, some of the scenes, like, back of his head at a yeah. distance. But, also, uh, keep in mind, we don't know anything about how VFX works. Yeah, <laughs> especially at this this, uh, at this level. Age, yeah, know? Like, there's so many advanced techniques and stuff. So, anyway, um, I think it looks good. I, I think it looks interesting. And like I said, I think it looks... I've always been of the idea that Sonic 2006, the really bad 360 game, that game... 
is better for the fact that it's awful. God, I don't even remember that. That was the one that was like so supremely broken that like it, it. I some people call it one of the worst games of all time. That may be hyperbole. Actually, I think I did. I feel like I did cover. That's the one where he kisses a human. Okay, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember the lore details of. Yeah, but that's the that's the one that leaps out at people the most part. But like, wait, what's this one called again? It's just this one. The movie. No, 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 the game you're talking the game, about. It was just called Sonic the Hedgehog. We people call it Sonic 2006. Okay. That wasn't the one where you played as, like, all four different characters You played as tons of people, like, Silver. I mean, you kind of like do Shadow. that anyway in the games, but I f- feel like this one was more than previously or something. But you, There's a lot of characters in this yeah. game. Yeah, okay. But kind of remember. I always, I've always loved the idea that that game could have been a very competent game, and that would have been fine, whatever that game exists. But as a piece of, tra- like, a trash fire, as a piece of art, that is more interesting. Yeah. So I, I would have liked to have seen what this Sonic, with the bad Sonic, would have like re- released the Snyder cut. Is yeah. What I'm hopefully, it, well, yes. Yeah, oh, the whole movie and the other cut. I mean, yeah. at the very least, it'd be cool to see some scenes. So I don't know if they're going to be willing to do that. But maybe after the movie's out, once its yeah. success is measured, if they have any of that fully rendered and done, because final everything, you know, they mm-hmm. obviously had some stuff for the trailers, but did they have a full scene or whatever? And um, but it'd be it'd be cool to see. I agree. Post credit should be old Sonic meeting new Sonic. Yeah, that'd be funny to make a little reference in there. Yeah, uh, I like that. Yeah, get that in uh, whatever studio is making this Paramount. I don't know. All right, Monster yes. Energy Drink Energy Stock Rose with Death Stranding release. This is from Naughty Oxford at mm-hmm. US Gamer. The stock price for the Monster brand of energy drinks received a nice boost on Friday, the same day Hideo Kojima's Death Stranding hit store shelves. Before you jo- jump on us for comparing apples to oranges, think on this. Monster Energy drinks play a big role in Sam Porter Bridge's long trip across the United States. If it's just a coincidence, it's an amusing one. Redditor Dumetriand uh, posted the correlation on the Death Stranding subreddit. They captured a snapshot that shows Monster's stock closed at $58.16 on November 8th, compared to fifty six sixty four on November 7th. That's quite a jump. I looked up Monster stock on Yahoo Financial's charts, and the numbers check out. In fact, Friday was the highest closing for Monster Energy in over a month. Sam relies on Monster Energy to give him wings. Sorry, wrong energy drink. And Death Stranding. Since trudging ar- across the United States while carrying hundreds of pounds of cargo takes formidable stamina. Also, it's not easy to drink the water in a universe where the rain is weird, tarry stuff that ages anything that touches it. Is the jump to Monster stock prices really a Hideo Kojima produ- production? Or is it a weird coincidence? Hard to say for sure. Though it's worth noting that Monster's price is down again, albeit slightly, 57.78 at the time of this writing. And this might be the biggest bumps that the stock's received all... The, the biggest bump the stock had received all fall. Monster's shares seem to peak in summers, no doubt because of some major sporting competitions, concerts, and other sponsorships. When people move indoors and cease being extreme... She wrote that out. For the year... They don't drink as many energy drinks unless a weird game tells them to or unless they're our own Mike Williams. Mm-hmm. So for people who don't know, Monster Energy is very prominently put in Death Stranding. Yeah, it is an actual product placement. It is product placement. It is it's in your you, private room. Yeah, with like on the table. six cans that are all splayed outward. So no matter where you put the camera, it is always looking at the Monster Energy like Yeah, like well, if logo. you look at the table and the shots from behind, yes. Right. What he's saying is, regardless of the angle of the camera behind them, as well as when Sam's looking at them, uh, the cans are spun towards the camera. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Which, uh, there's been some controversy about this. Yeah, so I'd I, love to discuss this, because I've done tons of product placement stuff at IGN, and mm-hmm. obviously this game is, you know, 
uh, a game as well as some people are saying art and right. like but Hideo Kojima, no stranger to product placement. He used to put calorie mate in his old games. Peace Walker straight up just had like Doritos. And I want to say Domino's. Yeah, but those are references, right? Where, like, were those paid for? That's the thing. Yeah. So I don't know if they were paid but, for or just mm-hmm. he likes those things. Yeah. But before we get to product placement, we should probably like the stock thing. Yeah. Do you, do we believe that this is directly related? correlated? Only, I looked at their yeah. stock. It's up and down all over the place. I mean, absolutely, it would make sense that um, some news just went out to the investors as, hey, the product placement's out. It's big. Yeah, I could see the Monster putting out a PR press. saying, like, yeah. hey, this is in this and game. people are like, cool, it bumped it up a little bit. Sure. Yeah. I, definitely, it's not I can, that unbelievable. I can see that, but I also assume there's some degree of momentum in stocks that some people did that, and some people are like, oh, Monster's going out. We should invest in Monster. Yeah, but see, and that's the point I was going to make is, like, okay, let's take a step back here. This is not a swing from a stock that averages 45 bucks across the last 365 days and hasn't moved much. Mm-hmm. There's a huge difference, right? Meaning I took a quick look and the way the story was presented at first, like monster stocks are up. And it's like, wait, it stocks like went quite a bit down in August, but before that they were way up. Now they're down and now they're up. They're all over the place. Actually. Right. They're very, for what, you know, the energy uh, drink business is pretty volatile apparently. And so anyway, earnings, et cetera, they're all over the place, but meaning it wasn't like, the story, just to be clear, that I'm seeing at a glance wasn't monster stocks are up. It literally, they swung like a, a little percentage, which happens all the time. And right. yeah, it was probably because of the news, though. Yeah, I assume, like, I get PR like that all the time of, hey, this song we wrote is in this game, or this, like, product just happens to be in this title that's been pre ordered, like, five million times already. So obviously, it's good free advertising for us. Yep. But um, yeah, it's funny. I was looking at like the most recent news of like Coca Cola is launching, you know, soon a new energy drink. Like this is the stuff that's really affecting the business. So mm-hmm. I don't know that Death Stranding uh, is going to do that much, but probably yeah. could be a little bit of a, a PR correlation, like you said. Yeah, but the overall like discourse about product placement. Yeah, I'd love to talk about this. What do you like? So as a general rule, in a in entertainment media, let's say movies, TV shows video games, all that stuff. How do you feel about product placement? Um, it comes down to the budget and what you want to uh, be able to accomplish, what people get paid, mm-hmm. how sustainable your business is. And so to me, and coming from that world, I had to do it at IGN all the time, sales drove the business. And when sales are down, sometimes people are out of a job. You know, That's right. over many decades of you know being at IGN but it would happen that they'd have some bad years and things would change and next thing you know people are out the door and you know it meaning if most of your business is sales it can affect it now I think that in gaming sales aren't like as directly you know sales of uh sorry when I say sales I'm not saying sales of the game I'm yes. saying sales sales of products, advertising yeah billboards and such mm-hmm. so on that front I have to wonder how much it was really a necessity how much you know where did it go and right. so my simple commentary would be like, sure, in an ideal world, like, I think it sucks. It sucks that we have to, like, look at this game. Like, the game is beautiful, this beautiful vision of this dystopian world, and it's so immersive and visionary. Um, and you look at it, and you're like, oh, man, like, that's kind of like, okay, I guess we're back in the real world. So that, mm-hmm. that part sucks. On the other side, if it meant that Kojima's team got to make more creative decisions, got to push back on stuff, got to put that money into, I don't know, maybe that's how they helped justify Mads Mikkelsen, right? They needed an extra five mil or whatever it was in the budget. Um, who knows? So I, with that information, we could make a better decision. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm being very like objective about it, but 
Uh, that's how I see it. We don't have the information to judge. For me, it's like, okay, though, it's Sony, though. They're not a, they're not a destitute publisher. They could pay for whatever else. Like, I think... You say that, but then why was Sean Layden pushing people right to get stuff out the door? Because stocks, you know, it goes right back to it. You have to meet these quarterly financials. They put a ton of money into stuff. It swings wildly. And I think Death Stranding missed... Probably they they probably halfway through development were like, man, this is not going to be the biggest game on earth. But do you think that they we'll, we'll Monster Energy's like contract with them was okay? Also, make it a game mechanic. So make it so that when Timefall goes into your canteen, it it says it turns into Monster Energy drink. Is that what? Yeah, yes. I mean, I'm <laughs> sure they wrote that in. You know, I, I don't I, think that was like a nice to have that they just. In other words, Kojima and team didn't have to make your canteen monster energy as well. Right, no, that's I think what I'm they, saying. they like, tied it together. Yeah, because you later, you drink beer that's on the table, which is not brand. Yeah, they did, they did replace it, which was strange to me. I would have loved to see an awesome craft beer on that table. Or like a cool, like, uh, what, like a, a Japanese beer, like an Ebisu or whatever. Like a Sapporo. Like, or, yeah. It would have been cool to, it's weird to say it that way, but I'm like, well, oh, now I have a favorite beer I'd like to see as a reference. So, this is the other point I wanted to make, is if Let's imagine a world on the flip side. Mm -hmm. And here's the real question. Imagine you don't know what the F monster energy is. Mm -hmm. And this looks in the game that there's like some weird energy drink that you drink. Would that stand out to you in the game as it is in the same way there's a Timefall Porter is the beer that's in there. But would it, if assume that you didn't even know what an energy drink was and what monster was, if you looked at it, would you be like, this looks weird? So the fact that Monster is in there makes me like, it raises more questions in my head of why in this world of Death Stranding is there Monster Energy Drink still? Are they still producing it? Was there like a cabinet somewhere that just had a ton of yeah, them? Yeah, I mean, it is the United States and this alternate world of... Right, yeah, like just... So it, yeah, it, are it, they it, still it, making... <laughs> it hurts my immersiveness to see that. That's, yeah, but I'm the, like, with that. There are situations where it wouldn't. And I don't think... I think a very light degree of product placement is fine. And Kojima did not invent product placement, so no, I'm not blaming yeah. him for this specifically. But when, I, when it's kind of shoved in my face, mm -hmm. like, uh, what was it? There was a Netflix show. There's a new Paul Rudd Netflix show I watched recently. Uh, Living, with Living With Yourself, yeah. At the first episode, they go hard on the Oculus product placement. <laughs> Imran's wrapped up in his power yeah, cord I'm, over here. I was I'm getting nervous. Trying to cross my leg. Anyway, okay. uh, they go hard on the Oculus product placement in that show. Yeah. Like the like very, it's gratuitous. It's in the first episode at least. It is extremely gratuitous. Like they show, they may say the word Oculus all the time. People are wearing Oculus Go's. Like, like, oh my god, a VR world, and like they, it's on a table and they're just like panning across it. It's like I said, very gratuitous. That's bothersome. In the realm of like. Are in the scale of bothersome to like not bothersome, bothersome. Much energy, probably closer to not bothersome than that. Yeah, but I do. I think if it were just time porter from the beginning, I wouldn't have thought about it at all. Yeah, well, the design fits in more. And I was going to say to answer my own question, I do think the brand itself of Monster Energy it really stands out yeah. as something not from the world. It's not even yeah, it's freshly produced. The cans are pristine. Um, if and they call it, just it the BT Energy Drink, I think that would be funnier. Yeah, who knows? Like it would have been cool to see a, something different like that. Um, so yeah, it is a little like 
it, it takes you out of this vision. That being said, I've spent 80 hours in the world mm-hmm. and eventually it rolls off your skin. And so this is where we have to decide yeah. as like a culture. And I know that we look for stuff to like, this is what we do for a living actually. Uh, it's like, you know, we can, we can, uh, you know, look to stuff to complain about. And like, I guess where I'm going with this is like, it's a nitpick for sure. It, yeah, I agree. It's not ideal at all. It kind of sucks. At the same time, I've played it 80 hours, and I don't really care. Yeah. End. And so if the money went to a good cause, that's where I stand. Mm-hmm. Other so, people be like, no, this is going to set a precedent, right? It's going to be bad for, like, that just is going to, it's going to be another, you know, it's going to continue to be in all forms of media, but also gaming is going to now see how far they can push this in your face, which right. would be a downside. I agree. The ones that but are bothersome are the ones that, like, are in your face about it in cutscenes. Because I'm like, okay, it's in your... In yeah, your it's not room, like he's like, whoo, like, yeah, whoo, yeah. the energy, you know, so it's... Like, it goes down smooth. Like, like <laughs> yeah. all that, that would have been, been too much. And I feel like I've seen games that do that. I can't rem- recall off the top of my head. Kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong if you can think of any examples. Uh, I also want to point out, I was shocked maybe more than anything that they allowed that many Monster Energy drinks to be on the table <laughs> and allowed you to drink that many. Because brand rules, when it comes to... Um, you know, brand, brands, it's crazy that the rules that they have sometimes, the mm-hmm. way that it must look, and, and we've dealt with this a lot, you know. Um, like, don't on, overconsume the product and stuff like that. Right. And yeah. Stuff like that. So if you look up, um, it, is, uh, it is The Daily Show. Look it up on YouTube, and he's, um, John Stewart is going over the brand rules of, I forget the product, it's like Nabisco something, you, some of you out there all know, leave it in the YouTube comments, you can find the link. He's talking about, you can only stack a certain amount of these like cookies or crackers, mm-hmm. but not, it's it's a lot by the way, it's like, I don't know if it's 10, but he's like, but not 11, you can only stack 10 of them, and so anyway... Put it as I'm surprised that they allow like an energy drink to be like pounding like that many of them in the game. But mm-hmm. uh, again, like it's, it's my, not reality. My favorite is it was a Transformers movie. I God <clears throat> forbid I ever remember which one. But it is like they crash onto a Bud Light truck, and like all the cans spill out. You can see all the logos. Then some guy is yelling at Mark Wahlberg, and he grabs one of the Bud Light cans, starts drinking it, and just chugs the whole thing for like a minute. Yeah. And like, th- then he yells at the guy. And like, this is the most obnoxious product placement I've ever seen. And I kind of appreciate how dedicated they are to making this suck so much shit. <laughs> yeah, that would definitely wasn't this case. Yeah, <laughs> I thought about this too. Like, I looked at it and said, well, what would the, you know, if they had to do product placement, would there be a better way to do it? Because that's often how I look at this stuff, which is some of the best brand placement is ideally like not in your face and it fits well i mean like, so, like there's like the pizza delivery episode of like or not episode but mission of you have a pizza to deliver yes. but it's not branded which is so weird <clears throat> yeah so that's where i was going with this i think i'm okay with brand placement especially when it's kind of like tongue-in-cheek or mm-hmm. it even fits i made it like a totally obscure the most fran tweet ever by the way that nobody understood uh, I love coffee and espresso, and La Marzacco is mm-hmm. like amazing machines. If you go to a espresso shop, La Marzacco is mm-hmm. the machinery you see. It's antique, you know, Italian stuff. Obviously, the old stuff. But I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's what I would have liked to see on the table. And I was jokingly, it was like this really ornate, old, uh, you know, hissing and wheezing, rusty La Marzacco espresso that Sam found out in the goop. Mm-hmm. But every time you go to make an espresso, it takes it you into this three minute, like super ornate. Uh, advertisement, I would have, I actually would have enjoyed that. Yeah, that game having three minutes where you do nothing, that would be shocking, wouldn't yeah. it? 
How many cutscenes have I skipped? (laughs) Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order won't get EA Early Access Trial. It's from Eurogamer by Tom Phillips. We're a little limited in what we can talk about here. So we're going to try and cruise by this, just get the news out? Yeah, we can talk about this news, though. Yeah. EA Access subscribers will not get the service's standard free trial offer for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. In a rare exception to EA's offering, the publisher has decided not to let subscribers try the game ahead of of its official launch on Friday. EA Access is supposed to give 10 hours of early access to all new EA games, but the publisher has decided to pull this offer for Star Wars and a move it blame on reducing spoilers. We've opted not to have early time access play first trial, in part to reduce the risk of spoilers, EA said in a tweet last night. Instead, EA Access members get these exclusive cosmetics. EA promotes its early trials as one of the three main reasons you should subscribe to EA Access, along with a 10% discount on digital game purchases and access to EA's vault of older games. The publisher does not usually withhold a trial from single-player experiences. EA Access subscribers could previously play 10 hours of Mass Effect Andromeda, for example, but that trial gained a mixed reaction. So to kind of get into what like our angle for this... BJ Bernardo writes in, Hi, y'all. Do you feel like more games that will follow Star Wars Fallen Order and not have an early access to prevent spoilers? Do you think this helps or will... Do you think this helps or will gamers who want to spoil games find a way to spoil those games? Thanks, BJ. Was the question... Did it say, do you think more games will be following suit? Yeah, to yeah. avoid spoilers. So, I, one, I kind of reject that premise a little bit. I don't think this is the fault, like, for spoilers. I think they don't care necessarily about that. This is probably for other reasons. Huh. I don't, I'm not going to speculate on like what reasons those could possibly be, huh. but I don't think it's for spoilers. I don't know. I uh, so right. The speculation is: oh, is the game too short? Is the quality of the game not there, etc. Um, and so I don't like. I I'm sure there's a lot at play here. Um, I don't know what the reason would be. I'm, I'm hesitating because I'm like the real problem that I wanted to bring up is if you were going to do this, this decision needed to be made a long time ago. Right. So coming out days before and saying thanks for subscribing to our service all this time and keeping your subscription. But uh, by the way, the biggest game that's like ever on our service almost uh, just won't be available for this really right. awesome perk. And that coming we for Steam, have. like it's yeah. part of that big partnership. It's like yeah. this is the most anticipated EA game in a while. So it makes me think that they this is a marketing move. That they just want all the impressions to land on a certain day and just have all that at once. So then people can go in hyped and not just like I Yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like I, I haven't no. I haven't played it. I, I don't know what the ending is. Like I don't know if it's spoilers and I don't know if it has to do with this other stuff that people are speculating on. Is it length? Is it quality? I don't know. Barrett, what do you you look like you have something to say over there? <laughs> I don't want to say anything. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, no. Because I, I, my thoughts on this are probably best suited for Gamescast later right. this okay. week. So, yeah, yeah I mean, look, that, the, that's all I'll say. The game's out days from now. So mm-hmm. the, the point is, we don't know, but I think, would you guys agree that this should have been put out a long time ago? Oh, yeah. I think yeah, they, they should have said it a while ago. Yeah. Secondarily. We, a week of is <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Like, yeah. That's, that's crazy to me. And secondly... Do you think that what they're giving you in exchange those cosmetics are a good enough make good? No, that's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how you s- sign up for it on that thing. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, I don't even know. Like, I, cu- I couldn't even make out what the cosmetics would do for me. What, what are they again? Like, it's like... Uh, I, those listed cosmetics, I'm not sure, but there are like, like Meaning, as, as someone who has not played this, I'm like, they're like, here, uh, you'll get these uh, exclusive cosmetics. And I'm like, a ship? I'm like... 
I, I mean, I guess you fly in the game. I don't know. And then there's like, a, I guess you get a skin for your little bot. I forget what the name of it is. BD1. And that's it. BD one, yeah. So anyway, it, uh, it doesn't seem that impactful. Whatever they are, it's not a Panther G two brings up something interesting in the chat. And <laughs> Never heard. I, I, I don't know if this is <laughs> confirmed. Kidding. If someone can, you're wrong. This possibly uh, Battlefront two had early access. It did. So I think this whole spoiler. Story spoilers. Oh right, stuff is you're like trying to because you apples. like I, I don't know if there was a cutoff in Battlefront Two of like how far you could play in the story. I think they're all ten hours. There was. Is uh, there? there no, was. there. Well, it, it was the time, but it. I think it worked out that you couldn't make it to some of the like bigger moments in that amount of time or something. No, that game's short as fuck. I I beat oh, okay. that game in like five. I, hours. I beat it too. I don't remember. Yeah. Maybe so. they cut the time different. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's I mean, anyway. They did I, stop something's it, but... fishy. I I would agree. Yeah, and a last-minute decision like this because they they did it with like Anthem and again Mass Effect Andromeda, so they yeah. n they're not unused to like putting out a game that like maybe they maybe they have trepidations about. But I don't think that's, that's that. I think it's marketing. Right. And entirely. see, but if you're gonna apples to apples and oranges to oranges, that's the counterpoint, which is like, wait, but they knew that Anthem was problematic and they put it out early as or well. Or option two is it's Disney. Disney going so, like, hey, you fucked this up last time. We're gonna take control of certain things this time. We. We'll find out in the coming days. We're yeah. days away. It releases on uh, Friday officially, right? But It will be talked about evening. on Gamescast. Yeah, and we'll talk yeah. about it on Gamescast. So. Right. Nintendo announces digital sales are way up, cites Smash Ultimate's Fighter Pass as a huge boost. This is from Destructo by Chris Carter. As part of the recent financial briefing with investors, current Nintendo president Shuntaro Furukawa explained that the growth of download-only software is a huge reason for the company's recent success, as well as add-on content, which we will all refer to as DLC. Furukawa says that although the Switch's past offerings were limited, Breath of the Wild, Splatoon 2, they really ramped things up with the Smash Ultimate Fighter Pass. Furukawa specifically calls out that pass as a big boom for them, on top of the usual shout-out to Switch Online, which seems to be free money given Nintendo was the last major platform holder to force paid online. So what's the plan going forward? Furukawa says they will keep the ship well says the ship will keep on sailing we would like to maintain this trend through the holiday season and beyond he notes considering that many consumers opt to purchase the package versions of software during the holiday season so the smash thing is working out fairly well for them last yeah. couple of, i think it was last week or week before they hit the official milestone of the best-selling fighting game of all time yes i saw that yeah which so, is amazing i mean it's also just a top-selling Switch game and Nintendo game, period. Yeah, I, I forgot the exact number. Somewhere around across. 15 million, whatever it is. I know yeah. it's between, you know, tw I think 11 to 15 million. Right. It's somewhere in there. And for a game that was essentially like, hey, we're going to take the work we did on the last game and just bring it up to this one, it's worked out fantastic. Like, the, like obviously, they're still working on the game as they make more DLC characters, and they, it was no small task to bring all those mm -hmm. characters back together. But, like, the, I guess, revenue to profit model on this one must have been fantastic. Yeah, I mean, you saw that they came out, you know, months ago as well and revealed we're still, we're going to continue this. Now yeah. you sort of see why is it's mm -hmm. like they're making hand over fist yeah. by just adding characters. And then, you know, they're getting a taste of the model that many uh, people have been doing for a long time. It's, you know, not a new business model. And Nintendo is very quality oriented, but they also just tend to be a little behind you know, in experimenting and stuff like this. Like, you're seeing the same thing with Mario Kart um, World Tour or whatever, too, right? Of, like, they're finally starting to get a feel for, like, how to do microtransactions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, they've been trying for years, but, like, I just feel like they're coming into their own. Like, okay. Yeah. Breath we, of the Wild had this weird DLC. Like, that season past, that first pack was like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. 
because it was just like the master trials and like yes. yeah. Then the next pack is like okay, actually unique content. This is what I wanted the, for the first time around. Yeah. So it's I I hope that they're trying to get more like they're getting a better sense of what they need to do for this mm. sort of thing. But like at the same time, they used to do. It, it's weird. There's multiple Nintendos basically. So like Mario Kart Eight had amazing DLC. It was what was it? Just extra maps. And stuff. Yeah, it was like twelve tracks. No, it was more than twelve tracks. It was sixteen tracks, I think, for twelve bucks. It was ridiculous and like two characters. And God, stuff. Was yeah. it that many additional? Like it was a no a large it was, number. Of it was four cups, so yeah, sixteen tracks. That's crazy. And a few That's not characters. Insane. I mean, obviously, it was everything from the world of Mario Kart in that game. Yeah. Right. So um, it was like eight new tracks so and just, eight uh, old tracks. It's like they already had so much, they were able to hold on to that much and be like, right. "Yeah, we'll release those later." But on the other hand, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe has been selling gangbusters for years on yeah. Switch now. Why the fuck does that game not have more DLC? Why are there not new tracks every year for that game? Maybe that's what they're realizing now, and and that's I think the question is, you know, where else do we think that we'll see this? And by the way, for those watching, I'm looking at my phone because the rundowns on here. I'm not like ignoring. Oh yeah, we forgot to get you a laptop. That <laughs> like, no, 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 that's all right though. Uh, but anyway, sometimes I think people watch this other like, why are you looking at your phone? I'm like, the, the show rundown is on there. Yeah, no, chat. everyone knows how rude you are. It's fine. yeah, exactly. Excuse me. Yeah. I'm, uh, in the middle of something. <laughs> I'm sorry, know. friend. That was on me. I forgot. Anyway, uh, no, where fine. else? Where else do we think that you know we'll see this? Like, do we think the next Breath of the Wild? Like, could they do something? Or is Mario Kart the right model? You know, what's the game that needs it most beyond Smash Brothers? Mario Odyssey was primed for it i'm shocked yeah. they didn't do it like uh, yeah like it seems and there seem to be teases for different kingdoms right in uh like um uh, like uh japanese marketing and stuff like that and i was like oh like wh- where what will yeah. be the next kingdoms and yeah we just never got anything for it and it was like really weird um probably yeah. going into a sequel <laughs> I mean, that, there's that, I mean, but, like... Yeah, possibly. Because, like, Breath of the Wild uh, 2, right? Like, that was a DLC plans or something like that. Right. that and that idea kind of snowballed into, like, oh, this needs to be a bigger game. It Which might, I like. I like when they do that. Yeah, but. and it might be the same thing for uh, Mario Odyssey. Maybe they had uh, ideas for New Kingdoms, and then it snowballed into, like, oh, right. no, this just needs to be a sequel. Like, that That was simply with Galaxy 2. That was, like, right. we had all these ideas that didn't make the cut, but now we put them in an entirely new game. That turned out, I feel like, to be a better game overall. Yeah. But... Like, on the other hand, they have games as a service that they're also kind of holding back on. Like Mario Maker. If you go yeah. through Mario Maker 2 right now and go through all the, like, the best levels, one, you find like the, these creators that they all stopped around July, August. Because mm-hmm. like, the game just stopped being interesting because Nintendo just didn't... If you compare it to Mario Maker 1, there were new things every month. They weren't right. always huge things. Like new things to build with. and Yeah, or yeah. like this is a new character or whatever right. that we're doing. They've been... I think all they've done so far is they upped the level count and they made they've put in that patch that lets you play with friends online. Mm-hmm. Besides that, it's basically been nothing. I'm sure they have things. I'm sure there are absolutely things that like they know that are Mar- that Mario Maker lives and dies based mm-hmm. on support. So there has to be things in like the 35th anniversary is coming up next year. So mm-hmm. I'd assume that they have some things planned for that, but you can't go half a year and just not support the game and then go out with a big boom. There. Yeah, and it's two different things, right? There's supporting a game with post-release content, which is just the world we live in now, and you've got to plan for it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to take the money and hopefully make the profit, and you, right, you should put it back into the community and the game that's there. But then on top of it, it's like, well, we also have this season pass, right, or whatever it is, or this DLC, and so. In other words, I believe you want to do both. Um, I'm really, I think Smash Brothers is, you know, the perfect model for it. Getting these new stages, characters, beloved, you know, new characters that people want to see. Like, it's it's the right model, and I'm glad that it's working out for them profit-wise, mm-hmm. but I hope 
as we've been discussing, like it's not the only place we're going to see it. And also that it, to my earlier point, it's like, it seems like it takes them a long time to adapt and come around. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, I don't know. Part of me is like, I don't expect all of a sudden us to get all this post release support and all this, you know, season pass and DLC content. Um, <clears throat> maybe it's, you know, a year away or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like what's the, like I said, what's the next thing to get it? I don't know. It's just Smash Brothers for now, I guess. I assume we're going to see a next character soon, like the final character. Yeah. Pass. Who do you think? Oh, I have no idea at this point. Take I, a guess. Who, who would you want? Uh, it's funny. Well, uh, we were already joking about this on Gamescast mm-hmm. pre or post show, I think. And mm-hmm. so I already had my pick out there, which would never happen. I actually want to see Sam Porter with the baby. The baby <laughs> would be an awesome like character with the, you know, right. the Odorek or whatever it's called. Like, so that's not going to happen. Um, I also have already chosen Master Chief. I said it's long overdue. Mm-hmm. Um, Chief and Microsoft and all this would just be amazing, you know, to see those two companies work together. So what about mm-hmm. you? I think it's time to, like, they've done a lot of third-party characters so far. I would like another Nintendo character in there somewhere. I, yeah, yeah, totally. Like, Where do we start? Waluigi. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see Waluigi. It'll never happen, though, because he's already just a trophy. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But, like, mm. there, there are other examples that could... There's so many, like, but there's so many options when you dive into, obviously, Nintendo's... Yeah, Nintendo, like... I appreciate so far what the season pass has been. Like, I fucking love playing as Harry Bogart. It's so fucking fun. But I, we've got a number of third-party characters right now. Let's just let's go back to Nintendo for like a little bit. Let's yeah. just have like someone they've forgotten to put in Isaac or something like that. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna throw you a curveball, mm-hmm. Skull Kid with Majora's Mask. That would be cool. Oh yeah, I, be I, I want. I fucking want more Zelda characters. Yeah. Actually, I want a, I want a beetle to be in it. Wow. Uh, I want like Flash. him to be like throwing his wares at you, like that uh, he's yeah, selling that, you, that, and he can wow. throw like beetles at you. Wow! Also, anyway. Gro- my boy Groose. Oh, Groose! And his special is like uh, just using that dumb little cannon he makes in that. Yeah, game. Yeah, I was so pissed off that wasn't the hazard in the Skyward there. Sword level. You know what? I want the I want the moon from Majora's Mask. Yeah, today. dude, it's a trophy. So <laughs> it's you, what? it's a, oh, it's it's a trophy. trophy. Yeah. yeah. So it'll point. just like crash in, and like everyone's like, <laughs> I don't know where this is gonna hit, but it's probably gonna be bad. But that's the move. You just slowly, like, if you can last long enough, somehow <laughs> you crash into everybody and win. Anyway. All right. But the next Smash Brothers character, Fran, is so far away. So far away, Aaron. If I wanted to know what's coming to the Mom and Grop shops today, what, where should I look? Well, the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games daily show host each and every weekday. Yeah. Out today, Yaga is out on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Bee Simulator is out on PS4, Xbox Bees. One, and Switch. Doctor Who, The Edge of Time is out on PS4 and PC. Draw Chili is out on Switch and PC. Not like the food. No. If you're listening, it's like cold. Draw that, Chili. That title would actually make more sense. Mm-hmm. Thief of Thieves, Season 1, it's out today on Switch. Mad Games Tycoon is out today on Switch. Oh, it's a Gearbox simulator. Uh, Zen Chest's Collection is out today on Switch. Village Monsters is out today on PC and Mac. Gun Crazy is out today on PC. The Last Pixel is out today on PC. Unity of Command 2 is out today on PC. Up Move is out today on PC. New Dates, Mad Machines is on Steam. It's delayed until November 15th. Reverse Horror Game Carrion. Is out on Xbox One and PC's already been announced, but they're both out in 2020. Mm-hmm. That's a cool looking game. Have you seen it yet? No. It's a Devolver like 2D game where you're basically the thing, oh, and like really? you're you're 
just running around absorbing things in the nice. world. It's it's cool. I would look it you up. Have tentacles? Yes. Really? Yeah. All right. I'm in. Kater Takahashi's <laughs> Wadam. It releases on December 17th, finally, on Epic Games Store on PS4. That was originally a Sony-backed, not launch title, but it was like, I think yeah, at the PS4 I reveal. I name now. Mm-hmm. But I, I've, I've tried to ask them, like, hey, what's the deal? What, what happened with you and Sony? And they never, like come out with it so i mean they were recently showcased on the one of the recent um uh sony state, state of, of plays, plays yeah. right yeah so like it probably Wadam wasn't a was? bad relationship yeah hmm. but it went from sony to annapurna so at some point i guess sony just lost interest in it well we know they're moving away from quote unquote in- well quote unquote moving away from indies well, whatever that means now they're moving back so are they? That's what they said. I was talking about PS5. Wait, did they counter that point? Uh, Yoshi or Suhei Yoshi? Yeah, Shu, is oh, Shuhei. whole position okay. now is Good. about that. Good yeah, job, it's his whole job at this point. Awesome. Deals of the day. There's a super massive, not super massive, super giant uh, d- sale on Steam right now. Sebastian three seventy four. Transistor is four ninety nine. Tire is six ninety nine. Dang, those are all steals. It's also time for some reader mail. You can write into k- patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can get the show ad free. Speaking of ads. This episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by Brooklyn Inn. Making your home beautiful is the ultimate form of self-care. You spend one-third of your life in sheets. Don't you want them to be insanely comfortable? In this holiday season, maybe it's time to gift the ones you love or yourself so it's something a little cozier like bedding, loungewear, towels, and more. Lucky for you, Brooklyn is delivering comfort all season long. These are luxury sheets, robes, loungewear, towels, and more without the luxury markups. Brooklyn was the first DTC bedding company, meaning they work directly with manufacturers and directly with consumers. No middlemen, just a great product and service. They've moved beyond the bedroom to offer essentials for your bathroom like towels, shower curtains, and bath mats, and even launched ultra-soft loungewear that makes you feel like you've never left the bed. Like softness? Like comfort? Essentials to help you relax? Brooklyn has, ha- has it all. I couldn't recommend their products more for graduates, newlyweds, friends, or family, or treating yourself to the bedroom upgrade you deserve. Get 10% off and free shipping anytime when you shop at brooklinen.com. Use a promo code GAMES. Brooklinen is so confident in their product that all their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. To get 10% off and free shipping, go to brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. And use the promo code GAMES. Brooklinen, everything you need to live your most comfortable life. We're also brought to you by Manscaped. Support for Kind of Funny Games Daily comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Jingle bells to the walls, fella. Listen up. Jingle balls to the walls. That's an important distinction. You thought it was just a little pun, but no, straight up. Yeah. You, I, I hate people who use subtext. Unshaved pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I am talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. This is why this revolutionary company, Manscaped, has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary advanced skin safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The lawnmower 2.0 comes inside their Perfect Package 2.0, which makes for a perfect gift this holiday season for your Perfect Package. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0 also includes the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant in your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest parts of the body? And yes, your balls do actually stink. 
Speaking of sweaty and sticky balls, I'm thankful for that Crop Reviver. Their product, along with the Crop Preserver, keeps your balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking. And these products smell good. Their manly scent is attractive and will help set the mood if you know what I mean. The perfect package also comes with a pair of Manscaped boxer briefs that will keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade over those used pair of boxers to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxer briefs. Tis the season to Manscaped... Tis a season to Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, your friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code GAMES at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you for the 20% off and free shipping with the code GAMES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code word GAMES. Clean up your nuts and make Santa proud this year. We're also brought to you by Escape the Invasion. You've got to check out this game called Escape the Invasion. It's all about immersive experiences, and they just announced the launch of their new post-apocalyptic-themed subscription box. Picture this scenario. You're in the middle of a post-apocalyptic world that has been ravaged ravished by a deadly virus inflicted by aliens. Would you survive? With Escape the Invasion, you can find out. With each month, you'll receive a box of clues, physical items, and evidence that will get you closer to survival. It's up to you to piece it all together and solve the mystery and save humanity. It's been called an escape room delivered to your door where Fallout meets Alien. It's a great way to get off your phone to start connecting with friends. Or if you prefer to play solo, you can interact with the online community, swapping theories and helping each other out. Right now, just for our listeners, you can go to escapetheinvasion.com slash kfgames for 20% off your first box. That's escapetheinvasion.com slash kfgames for 20% off your first box. Escapetheinvasion.com slash kfgames. See if you can survive the alien apocalypse. So our first question comes in from Ray Briggs 2. Ray Briggs the second. <laughs> hey, KFGD. I purchased my founder's edition of Google Stadia on June 6, 2019 at 11.29 11 a.m. And it's the last time Google contacted me about it. So a simple question is, what the hell is going on? Did you pre-order a Stadia? Uh, very late. I just did like several weeks ago. Do you, have you gotten your shipping notice for it yet? Or Let's check while we're alive. But um, <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. I was like, I thought I did get a reminder. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, I just pre-ordered it. So right. let's see if my email... Yeah, because I've seen a number of people tell me, and they tweeted at me saying, like, hey, it's weird. I, I was one of the first people who, like, paid for this. Why are they not sending it to me yet? Why am I not in the first round? And Yeah, I don't think I got any. There's been no post-release emails since, I think, as I pre-ordered in September. And mm-hmm. so it's like you're a founder now, and then I don't see anything since then. Do you think, think that lack of communication sucks? An email? Uh Probably a little bit. I mean, I guess that's the question is like, mm. is email where most people are looking for their info? Like, It's a cloud-based service. I, like. I'm, I'm not saying there should be more. You should definitely have a marketing campaign in email. <laughs> Every little bit, you know, helps. Where I'm going with this, though, is like I personally looked at Twitter um, and YouTube and for trailers and like information. Right. Like meaning email, we should have more. I'm not going to dispute that. Do you think that, it's just going to be like a box will show up one day? I think that's the biggest issue. Hmm? Do you think just a box will show up one day? Yeah. I mean <laughs> – very soon. Uh-huh. It does appear to be that way, that it's like, well, I assume we're going to get a shipping confirmation. Yeah. Like your order's on the way. Welcome to the Founders Club, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I um, I definitely, look, here's what I'll say. I Since day one, I think, I was like, this should be called a beta. I understand that 
that's not a very good marketing program for right. them. But like, I feel like we've signed up for a beta. We should all know better by now. We are now seeing it with the you know the launch titles. There's yeah. about twelve of them. That was there was some negative reaction to that thing. Yeah, I mean, it's just not. There's nothing like man. Like, sign up, be there day one because you can play Fallen Order. You know, at sixty frames without you know a powerful console or whatever it is. Right. I don't. I don't know mm-hmm. how it runs on consoles and whatnot. But um, anyway, I feel like it's hard. It's a hard sell right now. Um, other than. We'll see if it turns into like a word of mouth thing. But I think if you're a founder, you still have time, right? If you're not down for this, you can still cancel your pre-order, right? Mm-hmm. So this is, it's, you have time. Yeah. So if you're not liking how it feels, back out, like wait. You know? I do think it sucks for founders who want like- It absolutely who does. Who like yeah. went and like, I really want this right now. Yeah. And they're not even sure if they're going to get it day one. Mm-hmm. All right, let's check kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong, where you guys could tell us what we got wrong throughout the show. Uh Let's see. So many things. No, I'm just going to have to look yet. <laughs> uh, it's a little hard for me to look at this dock of my phone, so I'm going to have to... Oh, no, I found it. Pre-ordering Fallen Order gets you a cosmetic orange lightsaber and different hills that are cosmetic only. So Wait, that's it gets you a cosmetic lightsaber? Yeah. Wait, the pre-order does? The pre-order does. Yeah, like, but that's exactly what I want. Right. They should have given me that as a... Yeah, a I think the, the AX's cosmetics are bad. should have got one of those. Okay. Uh, Strathers Ultimate sold 15.7 million copies as of Ooh, September 30th. I almost like nailed it off the top of my yeah, head. Look at that. Pretty good. Not bad. Uh, regarding a Smash Brothers reveal, Smash Brothers uploaded a private video yesterday. I don't know about that. Gooigi is Echo Fighter. Nanobio just yeah, wants to see Gooigi. I, I like that idea. That's, a, that's not a bad one. Wadham had a first reveal chair and PlayStation experience in 2014. Okay, so shortly after launch. It's been a minute. About a year. Half a after decade. Launch, yeah. You said 2014, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, Ignacio, I was thinking of Sonic Heroes. You're right. When I mentioned uh, playing as multiple characters, I was thinking of Sonic mm-hmm. Heroes. I uh, think I reviewed it or did like I've I've so many of those era games I reviewed and just like forgot about. So this is a little long one. Hold on. I worked in the VF. This is from Kbabs. Who says I worked in the VFX industry for three years as an animator at Weta, Weta Digital. Mm-hmm. While I can't speak for the production of Sonic specifically. I uh, I feel like I can speak with some insight about or regarding what what it might have been like to replace him. Looking at the redesign, the new Sonic will have required a hundred percent redo, new full body model, new rig, new fur grooming. Sorry, it's hard to read Excel on this stuff. Uh, and almost <laughs> every scene he's in will have to have to be reanimated because proportions are different, especially with that face. And about the only time that got cut off. So yeah. Uh, also, Lord of Pwn is a VFX artist saying, you know, some insights from Lord of Pwn. The crunch is unknown. Tarot shots are usually the first scenes to get worked on, like we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, he continues, uh, sometimes that's all that is done at the time. We also don't know if they up the staff to fix these things or if they outsource stuff. TLDR, we don't know enough about it. Yeah. Um, so, so the the end statement is it's, perspectives. it's the new design is good. It sucks that they had to change it because it sucks for those people who may, had to make, do the actual work. Yeah, it's going to suck either way. All right. So we got to clear it out of here because this is a packed schedule today. Is it? Yeah, it is. But quickly to run down the host, tomorrow is Greg and Gary Witta because it's a Witta Wednesday. Thursday Wednesday. Thursday is Greg and Ash Paulson from Game Explain. Friday is Greg and Gia Cor- Gio Corsi. Yeah. 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 Get Gio on. He Hopefully damn well he better wear the jersey. Back. Yeah. Uh, Thursday for Gamescast, it is Tim, Greg, Fran, and Ash Paulson. Uh, did you know that Ash? I've known him for a while. I never knew until recently that his father is Rob Paulson, who is a very famous From voice ya- actor. Uh, is that Yakko? Yeah. What? Really? Yes. I had no idea. Holy shit. I, I had That's no awesome. idea. And I was like, Ash, why did you tell me? He's like, I thought everyone knew. Definitely did not. Now I'm, I'm begging him for like autographs and yeah. stuff. 
I fo- it's funny. I follow Rob Paulson on Twitter because yeah. mad respect. And now you, you're going to meet his son. Brilliant. Yeah. It all works out. I hope uh, Ash has a wacky voice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This has been Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, November 12th, 2019. Guys, thank everybody for coming. Thank you, Barrett. Fran, thanks for coming. A pleasure. See you all next time. See ya.